this week on the BAMCAST. Put on your Elizabeth Gump shoes and hit the links. One star, we're in. All right, welcome to the BAMCAST. Hey, hey BAMCAST. BAMCast. <laughs> Episode 371. Woo! High number. Mm-hmm. Tis. Uh, so I'm Harlow. <laughs> I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And Mackie's gone again. We'll find him again one day. One day, yes. Uh, but you know, hey, if you're joining us, guess what we do each and every week? We watch ourselves a quote-unquote bad movie. Oh. Come in here and talk about it for the first half. Then we rate them. Good bad movies. Enjoy about bad movies. They got one of five jocks. It's a robot jocks. Robot, robot jocks is something. But however, there are bad bad movies. And stay away. They get a negative sliding scale. One of five bags. As in douchebags after Twilight or douchebags in general. Yes. Right. Boom. That is correct. Yeah. Bad. Um, so here we are, uh, week two of April. Yeah, <laughs> April. And uh, you know, get it? Yeah, you know, there's apes, <laughs> monkeys, and stuff, and real. Um, we've had this one on the back burner for a very long time. Oh yeah, back since the VHS days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's 1986's Link. Link. Good luck looking that up on the internet. An experiment right. in terror. <laughs> Actually, I mean, it's easy to link, look up. It's no, easy. Just, just type link into Google. Link It'll and, be fine. And also 1986. And yeah. You, or, or ape or monkey or something. Mm-hmm. Or Elizabeth Shue, because she's in it too. Yeah. Uh, let's get a quick plot summary for Link and talk more about it. Okay. A zoology student must try to outsmart a murderous and super intelligent orangutan. Hmm. Yes. Or orangutan. Orangutan. Yeah. Uh huh. All that. Orange Uten. <laughs> Oh, those are good drinks. Yeah. They used to have those in the mall. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Are um, they trying to pass off this orangutan as a as a chimpanzee of some sort? Yes, because they painted, they painted it black. Brown. Yeah, blackish brown. I see an orangutan and mm-hmm. I want to paint it black. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, There's some subtle racism there somewhere. So the Elizabeth Shue is in this, as I mentioned. Yeah, uh, also correct. Malcolm McDowell. No. Uh, no. 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 Uh, Terrence Howard. Nope. Yes. Nope. No. 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 Yes. No. Yes. No. Uh, Malcolm Stamp. Wrong yes. again. Yes. No. Both of those guys are in it. Neither. Malcolm Howard. There's, yes. <laughs> fuck. He's There's also only in six it. people in this movie. Terrence Stamp is in this. That's right. Terrence Stamp. Yes. Yeah. And that's about it. I mean, there's a couple other people that show up for maybe a total of five minutes screen there time each. Literally four other dudes. There's, and yeah. that's it. Reg Baldwin. <laughs> is that his name? I don't even know uh, that that's his name. Bailey. Reg, Bailey. Reg, Reg Bailey. Bailey. That's how long these people are nope. in the movie. Uh, There's Reg, Reg Bailey. It's and, regular Bailey. Uh, yeah. And the three college dudes. Regimental Bailey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Beatles. Superior officer. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It's it's a very small cast mm-hmm. because and, it's an isolated movie. And some apes. There are some apes. <laughs> some apes. <laughs> three. Three apes. Yeah, I mean, it starts where in London. Well, okay, it, so it, it very much starts uh, with something is going on in the park, and like a police officer shines a light, and then we kind of get our first monkey vision. Yeah, ape vision. But we're going to say monkey a lot because turns it's more out fun to, to have nothing to do with anything. It really kind of no. doesn't. No, does it. it doesn't. Actually, it predicts the end of the movie. Okay. <laughs> well, we'll get there eventually, and I'll come back. I'll swing back around. All right. You know, um, so like we see monkey vision. Uh, an officer is like, hey, there's something weird going on. And then we're treated to like pervert running through the park 
camera, yes. you know, but with kind of monkey grunts and stuff happening. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's chasing a cat, an actual cat, uh, cat not vision. a metaphorical cat. Um, <laughs> and it climbs up a, a lattice of uh, the house. Right up um, the lattice. There's a little girl sleeping in one room. Her parents are watching a TV in the other room, and they're watching... I don't know. Is it? Is it? Isn't it Mae West or who is it? There's like a. There's a famous movie where there's like a musical number where it's either Mae West or Marlene Dietrich. Yeah, yeah it's Marlene. Yeah, yeah, Marlene yeah. Dietrich. Um, but it's like that that uh, monkey ape costume striptease scene that you've probably seen mm-hmm. referenced in other movies. If you unless you happen to have seen the movie itself, which I don't remember. It's probably an IMDb under connections, but I didn't look. Okay. Um. But anyway, they're watching that and like little girl screams parents go running in what is it and really you just get a shot of like a dead cat and some dead pigeons because mm-hmm. whatever it was ate this cat and yeah, she said it. it's like the cats on the roof or something yeah. and for some reason there's like a pigeon coop and cats on the roof uh it's weird well the cat goes up there to to open up the thing to get the pigeons so that the monkey, the monkey can come up and and get the, the cat. cat okay mm-hmm. man eats the monkey <laughs> right tiger eats the man God destroys man, mm-hmm. woman inherits the earth. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, that's just like the cold open, like, oh, what is this? And then cut to the London Science- School of Sciences. School of, Sciences. School of Sciences. London School of Sciences. Where Terrence Stamp is a professor. Mm-hmm. Um, well, <laughs> he's in a room. Okay, he's in a room <laughs> professing I think something. I think he's a guest lecturer. Okay. He did say something about being back next week for next week's lecture. I don't know. Whatever. He's in a room that looks like a classroom. There are some people sort of paying attention, and Elizabeth Shue sort of like busts in last second and mm-hmm. sits down. Um, and uh, Terrence Stamp like calls like, the three goofball guys in the room up to like get this chimp out of a cage. Right. And like they can't help but like the boyfriend of Elizabeth Shue just can't help but like hi yeah. hi. You know, and so she sort of kind of weighs back and, and Terrence Stamp is like, you have a question? Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know. He's just giving a lecture about the strength of apes and their intelligence and how they're not that far off of humans. But, it's an anthropology but, lesson. But they are, sort you of. know, all yeah. this stuff. And, and he brings out this chimp where they, like these three guys are basically trying to pry this chimp out of a cage and the monkey is just hanging on sideways like, <laughs> nope, not going to go. And it's it's a little chimpanzee. It's actually probably a bonobo, but... Mm-hmm. Um, it's anyway. chimpan we. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Got him. Um, but then he's just like, yeah, you see, here's what humans think, that the only way to get him out of the cage is by brute force, whereas I can just go, and like the monkey comes running over to him and jumps up in his arms. Yep. Then starts this imitating. respects me. Ha. Yeah. yeah. And then he starts imitating him because he's kind of like doing the professor walk back and forth in his classroom, and the, and the uh, ape is on the desk doing the same thing, like mm-hmm. hands behind the back, like being, you know, professory. Being a funny monkey. Yeah. Funny monkey. Right. And then and, the dude comes to the door and points to his watch. And then Terrence Stamp is like, well, I guess class is dismissed. Goodbye, everybody. Well, that's how things work in England. Yeah. They, they don't have bells. No, just a man comes to class. Bells would just be rude. It would be rude. Yeah. Very Gauche. rude. Yes. <laughs> so, yes, they just have the, the class monitor like, time's up. Mm-hmm. I, I, pardon me. Yeah. And so he's pushing the monkey in the cage back to back to his office and elizabeth shoe is following him mm-hmm. and like hey i read a, i saw a flyer you need an assistant yeah and he's like no not really not an assistant you didn't read it very well volunteers actually and she's yeah. like well he's like well you know you're a woman that's kind of a problem and she's like what why yeah what sexism about, yeah. yeah 
And they get to the office, and he you know, he says, "Fine, here," and gives her a test tube. And she's like, "What's this for?" Sample. It's like, oh, you want urine sample? No, no, sperm sample. Sperm. And he's she's like, "Oh, I should have read the thing." <laughs> yeah. Um. And he's like, "Yeah, why don't you go on and get out now?" Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Do you yeah. do woman things? <laughs> you're a you're a woman. <laughs> And she's like, basically, hmm. yes, it's in my DNA. I do those things. Right. It was the weirdest, like, <laughs> chance for a, you know, there was the opportunity for some, you know, back and forth there. And no. nope, nope. She nope, just leaned nope, right nope. into it. You're right. I am a woman. I do those things. And he's like, well, I need an assistant at my place. Why don't you come by and you can for like the summer and you could live there and I'll pay you 40 pounds a week. And she's like, yeah, sweet. Deal. Plus like, room and board. Yeah. And she's like, well, I read your book and I want to work with you because I'm going into zoology. And, and he's like, you're young Elizabeth Shue. Come to my isolated yeah. house, as, please. As any pathetic college professor person will do, if you mention that you read their book, they will go, oh, I like you now. Please. Yeah. <laughs> what hell? <laughs> Come That's to the my only house. thing that gets me erect anymore. <laughs> please join me at my villa. Uh-huh. I want to get all up in your vodka guts. Come to my, welcome to my monkey house. Oh, <laughs> you... But right. Yeah. yeah, so then it's a four-hour cab ride out to the palatial estate where just, man, guy with British accent, one of those British accents where you're just like, what is he saying? But at one point, he just says, ah, we can look out for the dogs. And there's a roving pack of dogs in the hills, and you're just yeah. like, thanks. Hey, we're yeah. here to talk to you about a real serious problem. Packs of wild dogs <laughs> roaming the countryside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... Plot point, everybody. There are wild dogs of, of, about. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it yeah. was a point. Yes. It, more like an ex- it was an exclamation point. Yeah, I yeah. mean, unfortunately, I mean, I, I guess if you if you like a movie to do this, but it, like anytime there is something in this movie that seems mildly out of place, it's setting something up. Mm-hmm. Like literally every yes. single action has a reaction. Equal and opposite reaction. Like later down the road, it's like, oh, well, why did he point that out? Oh, because this. Mm -hmm. Well, why did it? Oh, because of that. Mm -hmm. It is almost like exactly equal. Every bit of time that Mm -hmm. they spend explaining something or showing you something. Right. Yeah. So yeah, she arrives, um, gets to the door, knocks on the door and the door opens and she's kind of like looking and then looks down and it's it's all in shadow, but we immediately know... (laughs) There's Monkey Butler. Monkey Butler. Yep. Butler Monkey <laughs> comes to the door and lets her in, you know, cloaked in a silhouette. Mm-hmm. But but that happens. Mm-hmm. And he's quickly revealed. Like, it, the mystery is soon gone because she kind of looks down and is like, oh, hello. Yeah. And now we're fully treated to our first view of Link in yes. a classic British butler outfit. Yeah. Like, tails and everything. And yep. he just kind of, like, motions her in, grabs her bags, <laughs> and just fumbles his way up the stairs like an orangutan going upstairs with bags in his hand would do yep yep um gets to the room like walks over to some sort of dresser just slams the bags down and then like get does the give me your hand Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and and walks her into the bathroom and and she's like oh this is nice and then he just kind of like goes bye and walks out out. and she's just standing there like huh now granted the she hasn't seen a human other than the cab driver arriving at this place yeah but she's been she's been led upstairs into a bedroom by a monkey, mm-hmm. and is okay with it. But then she hears some stuff outside, and eventually goes downstairs, goes outside, and Terrence Stamp is returning from somewhere with another monkey, Imp, mm-hmm. and 
she, he's just like, what the hell well, are you doing here? Well, Imp was the one that was at the college, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, but he's like, what the hell are you doing here? And she's like, it's you told me to come here. And he's like, no, not till the 15th. And she's like, it is the 15th. You sent the cab and yeah. everything. And he's like, oh, right. Oh, well, welcome. <laughs> and, and he's like, how did you where where have you what have you been doing? And, and she's like, well, your monkey butler <laughs> showed me to my room. And he's like, oh, God. Fine, come in, come in. Let's get acquainted. Let's do things. And then he like goes into his office because his phone keeps ringing and ringing. Well, yeah, that's she actually came outside to get him because yeah. the phone had rang and he had a quick conversation on the phone with with Mr. Bailey. Yes, Reg, um, Reg Bailey, which regular <laughs> Bailey. She kind of overheard, which is basically like, yeah, she uh, she can't have kids anymore, so that kind of makes her useless to me. Yeah, and uh, so why don't you find someone that'll take her? You don't have to tell him that part, but just you know, find someone that'll take her, mm-hmm. and also you know, kind of take care of the old man. Yeah, I want to take care of the old man too. All right, bye. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, Link is sitting on the couch, just staring, listening to this. And eventually he just chases Link. Hey, go do something. Go mm-hmm. prepare tea or whatever whatever errand I'm sending you on. Um, and this is all just kind of like get to know you, get to know the house, get to hear the rules. Mm-hmm. Um, they, you know, like they have dinner. They're and, slightly less weird than John Cena's house rules. Yeah, but they're still a little weird. Mm-hmm. Um, you do woman stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, Throw a thing in the in the microwave. Well, yeah, he it, makes tea in the microwave. Well, it's uh, more, I mean, the rules are more complicated than like Gremlin rules, but it's basically like there's one more. Huh? <laughs> there are four, so they are by definition more complicated. Yeah, I just mean like they're not as easy to remember. It's like all right, stay away from monkey cages or no? Nope. that's later. That was like an that, that's, uh, that that's was an just addendum. a bonus. Yeah. That's just a, an that was extra. just a pro tip. Yeah, one. Cut a hole in the box. No, no. Also, not the list. No, but no. it it's basically uh, you're the dominant species. Don't forget that. Right. Uh, don't interfere with their fight Mon- squirrels. Monkey politics. Yeah. <laughs> right. Don't uh, interfere with their squirrels. Squirrels. <laughs> Let them get away with whatever. Just forgive them afterwards. Forgive them. Yeah. And four turds in the hall. <laughs> Could you go pick them up, please? Right. <laughs> so she's like, uh, yeah, sure, fine. I'll go clean up the turds. And then they have dinner, and you know, Monkey Butler is, is, is joining them slash serving them, because uh, like T- Terrence Stamp tells this weird story about how like this guy left and came home, and then a monkey ripped him apart because he'd missed him or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh yeah, pole vaulted into the mm-hmm. canoe and ripped his face off and his balls and half a leg and <laughs> nose, and- nose, ears, eyeball. Half an arm, half a leg. Oh, and testicles. Mm-hmm. Like he's like, oh yeah, it's in testicles. Yes. And she's like, wow, what, what, what brought that on? And he was like, oh, I missed him. Womp 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 boing. Yeah, <laughs> this would be a good point to, to point out that we went from basically no Jerry Goldsmith scored movies to now we've done a whole bunch of them, and mm-hmm. this is another one. Mm-hmm. And this, I one, think this might be Yen's. I think this might be his Yen's influence. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, and. S- I don't know, through choice and or popularity of the time, perhaps it seems to me that someone went to Jerry Goldsmith and said, hey, you know, that Danny Elfman guy, can you do a soundtrack like that? <laughs> this this very much sounds like a rejected gremlin score, mm-hmm. but I will say that it for the see as even up to this point. We're all sitting there. We have absolutely no idea where this movie is going. Right. Like It is not revealing anything in terms of like. 
is this going to be like a wacky comedy? Is this like some sort of Home Alone thing? Is I mean, what you know, we don't know what this is. And the music is not helping you at all. It's whimsical as shit. Yeah. And it's like, OK, this is maybe just going to be wacky college movie in a house full of monkeys and whatever. So th- for that purpose, the score fits until it doesn't anymore. But sure, we'll get there. But yeah, he has like Link serve them cigars, and that's when we find out that Link can totally smoke. Mm-hmm. He's he's the fire. Well, yeah, he came from a circus where he was like master know, of fire, master, master of, of fire. fire. Yeah. yeah, and Elizabeth Shue this whole time is basically like, ah, oh, this is not right. These monkeys shouldn't do. He shouldn't wear clothes and, and smoke cigars. I want to live on a farm. And with he's badgers. like, he likes wearing clothes. Try to take them <laughs> off if you don't believe me. Yeah, um, but she. They write her as very much an opposite of Terrence Stamp in every way. Like Terrence Stamp will threaten to beat one of the monkeys for whatever reason. She's like, oh, you know, I was a babysitter and we, we didn't do that. Mm-hmm. And he's like, they're monkeys. <laughs> We're man. We have to show dominance. But she's just like, oh, you know, maybe just be nice to everything. So there's that constant like throughout this entire movie of whatever Terrence Stamp told her to do. She will just do the exact opposite. Mm-hmm. Doesn't work out for her. Um, but yeah, it's this is all just kind of first day on the job stuff and then she sleeps in like yeah the, the next day the next day she just sleeps forever but when she gets up she looks out and notices that her door has been opened and she looks out and there's a remainder of a cigar <laughs> so Link, was it was it that night that first th- that night first night okay so there's also a key on her floor it's been pushed like it, it was in the door and was probably pushed out it's by her bed though yeah it's weird i don't know whatever but yeah. I think monkeys are forgetful. He opened the door with the key. He got distracted. Walked in and was like, eh. <laughs> yeah, he dropped wa- <laughs> it, put that big bowl of fruit next to her bed, <laughs> right, and then yes. walked away. Yeah, he did bring her a gift. But so Terrence... You don't bring your lady a big bowl of fruit in the morning. Yeah. You ain't a man. I know. But so well, they, Terrence... They, they were out of roses, so. It, yeah. <laughs> Terrence Stapp, this is like first day of work, and he's got a lab retory where well i didn't want to imply there's a friendly dog in this because there's not uh but he's got a laboratory where he just does random like iq tests on the monkeys and everything and he sits elizabeth shoe down to have a shoe down with the other monkey (laughs) god i didn't i didn't didn't plan that out it just sounded so good (laughs) it's not bad i I approve so basically it's like you're gonna have an iq test with the monkey go and she's just like, what? And the monkeys meet like, yeah, okay. And starts hitting these buttons to this quiz thing. And uh, eventually, like, Imp starts getting distracted and doesn't want to do this anymore. And so Elizabeth Shue wins. And Terrence Stamp is not very happy about this. He's He launches into this speech about how they're like 1% away from us. And he, he got this one so close and it just wasn't. Yeah, I mean, he starts like opening cabinets and just throwing shit around. He's like, "Look at this fake fruit." He knows squares and circles and ah. <laughs> He's playing. Oh, with she, yeah, she tried to argue it from the from the point of view that like humans had an edge because they'd grown up okay yeah. with with squares and circles. Right. And he was like, yeah, yeah. "Ah, this monkey's seen squares and circles. Look at this." This starts, monkey's seen some just shit. Throwing blocks and things around the room, and the monkeys are just like, "The fuck is he doing?" It, it's never really made clear exactly what his evil plan is, other than they paint it very much that he has some sort of evil plan. I don't necessarily think he does. I know, but I mean, this whole entire setup is that he's done something wrong. The evil plan is basically like, okay, there's a there's a female chimp in a cage who is obviously the one that's going to be put down, and also he's going to put Link down because no, Link he's has gotten selling too old. the female. He's selling the female. Yeah. Okay, he's gonna he's gonna tranquilize the female 
for traveling and then link is also going to go too and and link is going to be put down he can't bear to do it because he's had link a long time sure but that's the extent of the evilness really right i know but it 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 seems like maybe he was injecting them with human genomes or some shit but he also may lock elizabeth shoe in a (laughs) in the shoe at some point it's implied that he's doing evil things from the intro part of this movie yeah until it's revealed maybe not no maybe he's just a jerk I think he's I mean, I think, giving chimps too much freedom and the chimps are, you know, yeah, I still murdering. I, I still think there's something. I mean, man has too many chemicals to just be doing simple IQ tests. Yeah, he yeah. could be up up to some sinister shit, but we never can no, it doesn't no. really it's tell never really what it is. established. No. But. but she Elizabeth Shue leaves the room. Terrence Stamp basically says, get out of here. Uh, I got to finish getting her ready. So yeah, you, just why don't you go make some food and uh, right? Never mind the noise up here. Yeah, which she immediately comes back with the food and is just assaulted by imp who just out of nowhere from the top of the ceiling and smashes the the tray of food, which makes Terrence Stamp even matter. And he's just like, "Get out of here, go away!" and slams the door, mm-hmm. shuts it. That's the, yeah. I think that's, that's the when he it. says, "Like whatever you hear up here, just don't come back right. up." I'm, I'm going to try to. Yeah. I'm going to have to tranquilizer, and she doesn't appreciate that, mm-hmm. so it's going to get a little crazy. She goes back down to the kitchen, and she's like going to make another tray of food, but then she notices a latch on the floor, mm-hmm. and she immediately goes into, "I must have a Goonies adventure and find out what this is." So she goes down to this basement, which is like a wine cellar, basically where the, you know, the the power and the gas are controlled, and then behind a bunch of junk, sees like this cave opening. And she just decides, time to explore. Yeah, time. no real reason. Just yeah. I'm nosy. Not like she's you know doesn't have a job to do. Right. Or, you know. So she clears things. out all the junk and just goes all the way through this cave, and the cave opens up by the beach. Mm-hmm. Cliffs of Dover. Yes. Not really. No. But close. Cliffs. <laughs> but yeah, it it opens up to the beach, and she's just like, okay, mm-hmm. huh? This might come in handy. <laughs> maybe because <laughs> nothing comes from it she just goes back mm-hmm. um and is this is this yeah. when link is in the kitchen yeah i think trying so. to set trying to set the house on fire yeah because she's like oh i'll show you and she knows where the gas cut off because he's opened the stove Isn't that, is that hmm? right when she comes back up i think so it's hard to tell some yeah. some of this stuff in the middle just kind of yeah i'm pretty yeah. sure runs she, together she just, just shenanigans. Like, opens the thing and he's like right there like trying to light a match and he's like sylvia plathing the oven, oven there mm-hmm. and, um, <laughs> no that had to be before the lock the door thing yeah didn't it no i think that was i think that was, was it after i think link during... was outside of the laboratory yeah. while all that was happening because no, while she was, was explore- he was in there while she was exploring the cave we see terrence stamp trying to well he's trying to do something and then imp just swings by drive by on a tire oh. and crashes into God him damn it and then he's just like damn it uh, i'm gonna beat all you chimps sort of and uh link goes over and opens up the cage and lets the the female chimp out and then it just becomes like they just circle him mm-hmm. and it's like oh shit <laughs> yeah so it's look they they kill him i mean we know this is coming yeah. it's it's pretty obvious from everything that's set up it's like they straight up take him out and so maybe that's it maybe they we've seen that scene mm-hmm. and now 
it's assumed he opened the door because she's really not expecting him to just be hanging out there. Right. Um, like light, you know, like I said, he's got the ga- the oven open gas running and is trying to light a match to light a cigar. And she's like, what are you doing? No. And she goes down and turns <laughs> off the master switch. Yeah. And he still lights it because this kind of just goes like yeah. very briefly. But and he's like, very, like, whoa. whoa. <laughs> and then he investigates like, cool. <laughs> I did that. I'm great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she then goes back upstairs and knocks on the door. And you hear Terrence Stamp yell at her to go away. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, wait, really? Are you?" Sh-? And then Terrence Stamp yells at her again. And you're like, uh, uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Which they've set up earlier because there was a recording of Terrence Stamp playing in his office when she arrived. Right. So we're watching that. We're like, they've yeah. got it. They've got a Terrence Stamp soundboard. <laughs> yeah. Right? Sweet. Home aloneing or uh-huh. Ferris Buellering or <laughs> yeah. whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... She, I don't know what she does. She fucks off for a while. Is, and then is this when she's like, oh, I, I'm fine. I'm going to leave him alone. And I'm going to go take a bath. Or is that like days, a day later or something? I think, <sighs> I think it is maybe that night. Yeah. Well, Cause, I, cause, I, I mean, she does come back downstairs. She hears like she goes off to do something and then hears some commotion and then goes outside and notices that the car is gone. Oh, that's right. Yeah. She looks outside and notices the car. Is and gone. She's, she's like, like oh, he, he just he, he went left. ahead and left. Well, all right, fine. I guess I'm here by myself. I think she now. goes and checks the, the door and the lab is locked back yeah. up. So she's like, oh, I guess he got a monkey in the, in the cage and mm-hmm. took off because I don't I don't think she actually overheard the take the old man part along with the deal when he was talking to Bailey. Maybe not. I think he just, you know, she assumed that. I think he told her I'm selling her. Right. You know, so he just as she just assumes that he's left in the car with the monkey and is going go to go meet. So, yeah, I think it's like later, you know, she's like, well, fine, I'm home alone except for two two monkeys. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go take a bath. Sure. Because there's like this sort of superfluous scene where she gets in the bathroom, like addresses. And then like next thing you know, Link is like at the door, like peeking in like, hey, <laughs> she's like, Link, go away. <laughs> yeah. Bathing. Yeah, and he's like Elizabeth, nah. shoot me them titties. <laughs> yeah, and this is like a long standoff of yeah. like her just standing there, like Link, you should leave, <laughs> and Link just staring at her, and then she kind of goes over to the door, and he just kind of like is like yeah, and makes this face like maybe we should make out, <laughs> and eventually she just like. Puts a robe on and drains the tub and she's just like, no, Link, get out. She falls asleep at one point, wakes up. and it's I, like, I assume this was like, you know, part of his master plan to make her more ape-like. You know, she needed to be dirty. Dirty. To, yeah, to get to the damn dirty <laughs> so apes. Pre- prevent her from yeah, ever bathing. Yeah. Uh, the- oh, oh, actually, I, I just realized that the, uh, um, the bathtub scene happened after uh, he put the phone in the oven right or in the microwave yeah um because there was a point where link is like walking around with the, the phone or he's like grab the phone off of it and is like walking over to the oven or the microwave and she's like no we don't cook the phone link well there's a there's a computer board in his office that has like these big push buttons on it that allows them to kind of communicate simple mm-hmm. words that come up on the screen and he's just this was right after the stove bit right because he goes in there and just starts hitting the cook button and he's she's like no we're not cooking you you almost burn the house down uh, and then it, <laughs> then he hits cook phone, and she's like, "No, that's you don't, you don't cook a phone. No, you don't cook a phone, you stupid monkey." So he cooks the phone in the microwave. <laughs> he does, yeah. And he she's does. like, "Oh, you run the phone. I'm I'm gonna get in trouble for this." And yeah, she, Beige she does ape microwave. <laughs> she she does like the thing. It's like 
Oh, okay, it's fine. I forgive you because that was what that was one of the rules. She like, does follow that rule to a fault because it's like immediately things well, have gone bad for a while. She does. I know, but it's like it's like immediate. Like everything is wrong, immediately wrong, mm-hmm. and she just plays right along with whatever the monkeys are doing for the most part, no matter how sinister or weird it seems. And that I I don't know. It just it just seems like she is way too easygoing for a lot of this movie. Yeah. Where it, it seems I mean it's obvious to us because we're watching the movie. The monkeys are up to something. They've mm-hmm. probably murdered that guy and driven his car away, which is really mm-hmm. impressive. <laughs> um it turns out they didn't drive it away, but yeah. still yeah <laughs> they so, use their monkey strength to at this point like she's tried to take a bath and like wakes up the next morning and is like hey it's been like two days and he's not back and mm-hmm. it's I, been like it's sh- he should be back and or i should have heard something this is getting a little weird now i don't have a phone mm-hmm. i'm gonna walk into town and use the phone yep which she has to like she's leaving and she has to do the whole link you stay here throw go throw, home link throw a rock <laughs> at the fence like, right they, they've got this uh perimeter fence of this whole estate that he has but mm-hmm. there's like one section that's all crumpled down that the yeah. monkey can just basically jump right over. I mean, they could climb right over the whole thing, but yes. I think it's mostly to keep the dogs out. Dogs. Yeah. Um, so she's just walking along. Speaking and, of dogs. Yeah, <laughs> she's walking along. And first, she has to make Link go home, which he does, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then she's walking along a little bit more and hears something. And she's like, damn it, Link, why are you following me again? Looks up a hill and it's like, that's not Link. That's one of the evil roaming dogs. Yeah, it's and, a British Rottweiler. <laughs> Rottweiler. <laughs> Filthy animal. Yeah. So, and the dog's just like, sweet and oh, it yeah. just this, goes this, this is one mangy evil looking dog yeah man. this dog just cujo's after her mm-hmm. and she makes it back to the fence and she cl- gives it a run for its money yeah. as far as cl- climbs it about halfway up the fence which i mean let's be fair the dog could have totally like ripped out her ankles but yes. didn't really no um and she's just like trying to kick out the dog like go away and you basically just see this blur come out of nowhere and it's monkey butler link tackles the dog tackles the dog and then Jason Lord. Voorhees is this damn dog, like it, it like the sleeping bag scene. Just is swings it like a baseball bat yep. into the fence. Yep. Yeah. Wow. And then does it again. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and then Elizabeth and then, and like, falling to the ground. Yeah, she's falling to the ground and he just goes whoop and like lobs the dead dog like head like head <laughs> yeah. right next to her head. <laughs> whips it over like just whips it over his shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like, hey, look what I did. It's and just, she's I like, saved you. And she's like, Thanks, Link. That was awful special of you. <laughs> it's like takes his hand and like walks back to the house yeah and they just and she's like i'm gonna make you a snack you know it's it's just she's immediately just like everything's fine this is just the best Mm -hmm. yeah so i more time passes and eventually reg shows up at the house uh it's it's been two days since he left Mm -hmm. and so he's like it's oi it's been two days where is he where's the monkey oh Okay, so she did get into the lab upstairs at one point right. where Imp is just hanging out in there. And she's like, what are you doing in here? Oh, he's like half in and half out of the ripped open cage. Yeah. And pulls him out. And then he's jumping up and down going crazy. And she's like, what? What do you want? And, and Oh, you want food? Is yeah. it in this cabinet? And it's like, in this cabinet? Nah, this is plastic fruit, you silly monkey. Is it in this cabinet? And then you're like, oh, monkey surprise is coming. So she eventually gets to the last cabinet, opens it up, and the corpse of the female monkey falls out. And you're like, oh, well. And it's like stiff, you know, completely yeah, stiff. It's yes. like, I don't know about that. But. <laughs> uh, yeah. And she's just like, what? She starts just talking to the, she's like, what did you guys do? What what happened here? Uh, again, like, okay, this means that Terrence Stamp did not take the monkey to town. Right. So. Yeah. Alarm, your instinct, alarm bells. Yeah, yeah. You should be getting the fuck out. But no, she just 
doesn't. She, she like covers it up and it's just like, oh, let's go about our business. Yeah. She doesn't even cover it up, does she? She just, I think she, she I does think, get a blanket. I think maybe she found the monkey before she was like, all right, it's time to go into town and figure yeah, out what the fuck yes. is going on. That might have yeah, been yeah. what prompted her to do it. But, yeah, but, I think she gets back and that's when like the other phone rings. The other. Yeah, she hears the other phone and she's walking back to the house like we have another phone. There's another phone here. There were only like eight rooms. Why didn't I check? them? Yeah. So she runs up and it's like, I think it's in Tarot Stamps, like personal room is, yeah and uh which is just covered in wine bottles and copies of his book um <laughs> yes <laughs> which jesus christ man <laughs> yeah. um but yeah she's like it, it, it's her boyfriend guy from back at school and he's like oh i haven't heard from you How, how's everything going and like they she's she's like uh, she sort of fine. starts right in like Oh, yeah, there's monkey and thing and Tara Stephanie's like, wait, what? Hold on. And then all of a sudden the line starts getting crackly and she, she looks out the window and Link is hanging on the telephone line connecting up to the house. Yeah. And she's like, no, Link, get down. And yeah. the boyfriend's like, what? Who's Link? What's going on? It's like the gremlin on the wire outside of Corey Feldman's house right. in that part of gremlins just hanging there just like, ha ha. <laughs> and then the wire just gives way mm-hmm. and cuts the <laughs> cuts the phone line and then that's it. And the boyfriend's Whoop. just like, well, she hung up on me. <laughs> That's weird. 80s phones are so strange and the connections are so bad. How will we ever <laughs> advance this technology? But yeah, so it, she just looks at the phone like, huh. All right, let's go play with monkeys some more. <laughs> la la la. Um, that's I think that's when she's coming downstairs and Mr. Bailey has basically let himself or I think she looks she out the window. The yeah, she hears a car pull up and, you know, oh, he's back. Yeah. And he's already like let himself in. It's like, oi, I'm Mr. Bailey. Where is he? It's been two days and. She's like, uh, sir, you can't come in here. And he's like, oh, nonsense. If he's got the monkey packed up, I'm just going to take it. Yeah. <laughs> and she's just like, monkey's dead. Yeah. Eventually, she's like, she tries to stop him like three times. Eventually, he's like, all right, fine. It's dead. Yeah. And he's like, what? Oi. <laughs> <laughs> Unacceptable. <laughs> well, I guess I'll finish the old man off. Yeah. Yeah. So tell me he's coming with me. So they go outside and <laughs> he's just like, go get Link. And Link is standing behind them in full, like, I don't know, Shadow of Kilimanjaro rage face, just, <laughs> ah! And she's like, uh, <laughs> behind you, mad monkey. Um, and that, does it does it come at him? Is that why he immediately gets in the van? Is just like, oh, I'm getting out of here. Well, I think he was, well, at first he was going for his gun in the back with and loading up a tranquilizer dart. Oh, uh, yes, which... which <laughs> Which Link immediately grabs from him and takes it away and smashes it. And he's just like, all right, I'm out. I'm not doing this. Um, and that's when well, Link... the other monkey like uh, imp, imp joins in, too, and is like ripping off the windshield wipers and the mirror. <laughs> he and just stuff. rips off the windshield wiper, throws it, rips off the mirror and throws that down. And then. Uh... Oh, he was also uh, letting the air out of the tires. That's what <laughs> imp started with. He's yes. just like, oh, you cheeky little bastard. Yes. I'm going to run you over, too. And then uh, he gets in the van and uh, Link just, all right, time for monkey strength and just lifts this van up on its side to which the guy's just screaming like, Link, put the card down. <laughs> so he does, drops it. And he's just like, oh, geez, all right, I'm getting out of here. So he drives off and you think he's gone. Mm-hmm. So she, she, goes, uh, she goes up on the roof at some point with binoculars just to look around. Yeah, I think she's like, She's hung out and tried to investigate the monkey shenanigans some more, but it, eventually, yeah, she's like up on the roof because a little bit of time has passed. Like mm-hmm. again, she's just kind of falling back into like, well, I guess everything's okay. We'll just kind of hang out here. She found his glasses in the lab. She went back up there and found Terrence Stamp's glasses because it's it's a wipe from the glasses to her looking through the 
binoculars. She's up on the roof just looking at the landscape or whatever. Mm-hmm. And eventually... Well, the, the imp had found them and had them on. That's what it was. Oh, right. Yes. Yeah. The, he comes down just like, huh? And yeah. she's like, what? <laughs> Why do you have glasses on? Oh, these are Terrence Stamps glasses. So, yeah, that doesn't prompt anything more than her just going up on, on the roof to look through binoculars. To which she sees around the corner the van that was there mm-hmm. the dude was driving. So she's like, well, that's strange, <laughs> don't you think? So walks over to it, radio's on, looks inside, nobody inside. Uh, yeah, I feel like we're, we're skipping a section of movie because I remember in my head commenting like, that's a damn good battery on that van because like some time had passed. So, yes, yeah, some time and, had like, passed. like the radio was still going. Yes. I mean, I know it doesn't take that much power, but it seemed like a good 12 hours later yeah. that the, the battery was still going. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she gets in and shuts the door and is kind of going to start it. And then up in the backseat of the van is, is Link like, hey, and she's like, oh, Link, you scared me. Ha ha. So yeah. she tries to start it. And then she's like, Link, it's not going to start. We have to push it. Let's go push the van. Link's a good sport about this. So they <laughs> get behind the van and are just pushing it pushing it and pushing it and then finally she goes and jumps in and she's like keep pushing link mm-hmm. and eventually she gets it up to speed and gets well, it she to- also locks the doors yes. and rolls the windows up yeah. and gets it up to speed gets it to turn over and then she just like bah and takes off and you just see link standing in the road like hey see uh kids uh it was possible at one point in time to push start a car mm-hmm. if it was a manual yeah this is one of those things that you look at now and go why I'm why just, are they pushing the car I'm, i mean i feel like we probably should have explained the telephone wire thing too but oh, um, you right, know, telephones yeah. used to have a wire yeah they, yeah <laughs> you you're actually like it it's recommend my car's from 2007 and it's recommended that you not push start it i don't think all. you push start any modern car i don't think they even work like that anymore i don't i don't know yeah, because I saw it. In, I I saw that in something else recently too, where someone was pushed on a car. I was like, "Wow, people will have no concept mm-hmm. of what's happening here yeah. or why." But so she gets down to the bottom of this hill and just kind of stops. I don't know if she feels bad or if she, I think the car. Just no, the car just gave out. Gave yeah. out. Okay, or she missed a gear or something. Yeah, so she gets down and she stops, but then Link comes up behind and just keeps pushing the van and he, <laughs> and she's like, "Link, no, stop. It's not funny." And just keeps pushing it towards this cliff. And eventually she's like last second, like dive out the window. Yeah, she finally gets out. And then like she's like, Link, no bad. Yeah. And then it's just her and Link standing there on the cliff watching this van go over, which then lands, you know, several hundred feet down, does not explode. Right. But she looks over and sees Terrence Stamp's car upside down. And she's like, oh, okay. Uh, We just. (laughs) This uh, is is, not good. This is fine. I guess we'll just walk back to the house now, which is the whole walk that turns into a run turns into a frantic link mm-hmm. is now chasing me thing mm-hmm. like this is the moment of like oh shit and this is basically the turn this is basically like okay links out to murder her now right um and from this point on that's kind of what happens right um yeah she gets in the house locks the door behind him so mm-hmm. leaving him outside he tries to reach through the the mail slot mm-hmm. and she's just like no link <laughs> no again like was fleeing in terror a few minutes ago. Watch this monkey almost push her off a cliff, and it's just basically, like, no, sorry, Link, no, bad. Four oh four, bad Link. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but I mean, she she's pretty much like I'm locking myself in the house now. Um, mm-hmm. And I think there was a scene earlier where uh, the chimps were outside playing, and Link had put Imp into the well. Yeah, that was another like trigger of like okay maybe something's not right like 
and was just standing on it like mm-hmm. la 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 and she's like get off and he wouldn't move and she he kind of forcibly removes him from the top of this thing and, and eventually pries this thing over and imp gets out and she's like you're a crazy murder monkey mm-hmm. <laughs> but she's in the house now with imp and yes. is like we need to get the hell out of here and then kind of remembers that there's the tunnel Mm -hmm. so they go down the tunnel through the cave out to the beach and are walking along the beach meanwhile link is like still trying to get into the house and i think does eventually some somehow well it's when they're out at the beach it's her and imp and they're out and it's suddenly kind of the there's like this what looks like a hang glider shot of coming towards them and then up over the house and then out to the countryside and then the song the song by the kink starts playing and then you see this oh, yellow, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and you see this yellow car driving. You're like, wait. Well, it, yeah, because I mean, the way it's portrayed, it's like they hit open air of this beach, yeah. and the song starts playing. It's like, is this over? Is, this, <laughs> is that it? They just got away. <laughs> they out got of the some freedom, and oh, then, it's freedom, and this monkey just rules this house now. And they got in a cab and drove away. Cause, I mean, because <laughs> they took like their sweet time cutting over to yeah. the fact that it's the boyfriend and, and his two cronies, yeah. like it's driving a good the house. Thirty seconds from like they get out, then this helicopter shot shot happens, and then. The music plays and they show this car and you're like, are they wrapping this up? Because that's a dumb ending. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. But no, we got a ways to go because the the three college kids, her boyfriend included, are on their way to the house to check on things because, mm-hmm. you know, that phone call went dead. And that means you got to you got to check on it. Well, you got to drive true. four hours out to the cliffs of Dover. Mm-hmm. And the other two were just like, oh, you know, and the boyfriend's just like, God, I hate the both of you. I fucking hate all of you. Just why did I put you in this car? Why do I even know you? And it's like, damn, dude, why? Why are you friends with them? (laughs) So they get to the house. All the cool people came to America. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So wait, before they before they got out, um, uh, Imp had communicated to her on the computer touchpad thing that you need to kill Link. Mm hmm. And mm-hmm. took her over to the gun cabinet and was like, gun, mm-hmm. kill Link. And she's like, nah. But she still loads it and takes it with her into the kitchen anyway. So when Link is trying to force his way, Shakma through the doors, because this does become Shakma. This thing is just fucking with every door between him and Elizabeth Shue. Um, she shotguns the door, mm-hmm. hits Link to where there's like this blood trail. Wounds him. And this this big hole in the door, which they kind of evil dead camera shot into while she then comes over to the hole to look out of it, that's when they basically run, oh, that's what, run okay. off. That's when they go to the beach. Yeah. So anyway, they, they're out on the beach. They're walking along, and then like they kind of get to a point where it's it's actually near the cars where they got pushed they, over. They've scaled around the rocks to over where the cars yeah, are. Yeah, which is a little bit more of a gradual hill. Like mm-hmm. It's possible to climb. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, like Imp is just like, bye. Yeah. I, you know, I'm an ape. I, uh, I got this. Yeah, and just I'm, I'm takes off. off. Yeah. Um, she very methodically has to climb up there, yelling in for him the whole time, mm-hmm. gets up just about to the very top and kind of like loses her grip for a second and reaches over for this tree. And now they didn't do a very good reveal because you could totally see the hand. You can totally see there's a hand like, yeah. but she reaches for this bush and that's Mr. Bailey is Mr. Bailey like, pops out dead, dead in this bush. And yeah. she's just like, ah, and basically tumbles over backwards down this cliff now stunt woman yeah or person in a wig stumbles down this hill down onto some rocks where you're like that could have gone horribly horribly wrong yeah it's a pretty good stunt there's there's a couple stunts like there's one that even elizabeth shoe herself did like that looked like it hurt a lot yeah, yes um we'll get that was it second. her was it a stunt woman 
I don't know. I it looked not, like it hurt. The, the the falling down the cliff not hurt. No. There was something later the that's totally thing. hurt. Yeah. Oh right, yeah, it happened by accident. Yeah, totally, totally yeah. an accident. But um, so like the three dudes are have split up and are wandering around the house looking for something because they've seen the shotgun hole through the mm-hmm. door and the blood and they're like, well, this isn't good. But maybe we should look around. So they've they've split up and all gone their own separate ways. Well, the one guy is like, fuck this noise. I'm going outside. I'm not dealing with this. Um, walks over to the well because mm-hmm. he kind of hears a sound. Walks over to it, pushes it, pushes the top off of it, looks down all the way at the very bottom. He, there's well, this, he, he actually like lights another little match, yeah, and drops it right. But there, you can see swinging from this rope that's tied to the top of the well is this kind of cage thing, and you're like, well, what's in there? Um, so yeah, he lights a match, drops it down, and it's Terrence Stamp. Mm-hmm. He's in this cage at the bottom of this thing. Um, dead yes and he's like and then as he's shocked you just see link who is also in the well grab him and just throw him down which he lands on top of the cage so that guy's gone Mm -hmm. it's a it's at about that point that elizabeth shoe has gotten over to terrence stamp's car like she uh like when she fell back over like she heard enough that she knew she couldn't try the climb again yeah but Like, like she goes over to terrence stamp's car is like oh the car's empty he's not in there right it's just been revealed he's at the bottom of the well. He's dead. Right. So, um, so she stumbles her way back because she can't climb up this thing. I don't know. She got like a couple cuts on her hands and legs, but apparently it was enough that she was like, I'm not trying that again. Mm-hmm. Um, stumbles back to this. Like, meanwhile, other friend has gone to the front door. Like, boyfriend guy is like fucking around upstairs. Real and, like, slow ex- Real slow like, going, going in each door yeah. and, and yelling. Other doofy friend is like, goes to the front door because the mail slot is kind of swinging. And, um, Basically, uh, Link just like reaches through the mail slot and just grabs that dude and just goes wham into yeah. the door and kills him. Yes, like, yes. It's revealed later that it, it apparently he pulled him all the way through the door, uh, pretty much, or at least a giant chunk of him because there's a there's a, a chunk out of the door where the mail slot used to be, and the outline of this chunk is just blood red. Mm-hmm. It's just like well, no, it's, it's bigger than a mail slot. Like he he pulled him through the door or something. Oh, I know, but I'm saying yeah. like he he. Yeah, there was a hole in the door that he pulled him through, but the hole then is now bigger right. and covered in blood. Yeah. So <laughs> there's that. Uh, the guy who is still the the boyfriend who is still exploring upstairs, um, he's just looking downstairs because he hears something, and then like you see Link. Link has created this. He ca- he got into the house through a crawl space, and then exploded his way out through the bathroom floor right. by just basically punching through it and creating a hole. So you see this shot of him in the hallway and the door slightly ajar to the bathroom where you see Link just pop out of this hole and just coming for him. You don't really see what happens to him yet. But I actually I think that was I think Elizabeth Shue was actually in the house with with Imp hmm. when she heard him coming in through the um grading and, and going through the ducks or whatever. Yeah. And I think that was like the final straw of like, all right, fuck it. Now we're going to the beach. Okay. I think that's what it was. Because so, um, anyway, she comes back up through the cellar and everything and basically goes like outside. She's She sees that the car is there mm-hmm. and she's like, okay, they must be here. But it's not long before she's just like, fuck it. I'm getting out of here. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm going to go outside and get my bearings and like, because she, she can't, like she's calling out for people. Nobody's answering. And then, um, like, she just kind of has this, like, weird showdown. Like, Link is just outside. Oh, no. Oh, actually, she comes back in, like, to the dining room. That's what it is. Hmm. Um, 
because she's grabbed a knife off the magnetic thing. <laughs> yeah. And it's like walking around with this butcher knife and comes to like the dining room and Link is just sitting there back in full because he had like gone like full John McClane, like down to just an undershirt crawling through the <laughs> he did, ducks yeah. and everything. <laughs> Straight up John McClane's through that, and, that duck. And John then like he's back in like yeah, John, John McClane. 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 That's what you yeah. said. Yeah. Yes. Um, but like he's just sitting there like back in full monkey butler outfit um, mm-hmm. with a butter knife. And she's just like, oh, okay, well. What? She approached, like, he's just sitting at the head of this dinner table, and I'm like, is this going to be the end of Hannibal? Like, is he going to have the boyfriend there with his head cut off and <laughs> serve, serve her the brain? Shield human's brains? Yeah. That'd uh, <laughs> it'd be a real twist, wouldn't it? It would, yes. <laughs> but no, they just, they both show that they have knives. And, and she puts her knife down, and he does the same. Mm-hmm. And then, like, they kind of look like they're going to have this moment where he reaches out and well, he holds out yeah he holds out his hand like the forgiveness, forgiveness thing, thing. Yeah. and yeah. then that's when boyfriend wakes up and he's like been buried under the bathroom floor yeah he wakes up and like tries to sit up but he's in this you know the, the floorboards and just bashes his head trying to sit up and then looks down at his leg and tries to move it and just goes and he's like oh god so he's been hobbled or whatever yeah. and he he yells out jane <laughs> yeah get me out of this crazy <laughs> frame right. of this house i don't know and that's when link is not letting go of her right and she just full-on slaps that monkey to where the monkey does this pratfall of just oh yeah the monkey slaps is <laughs> yeah. uh it's pretty impressive and even though she has heard something upstairs she just like fuck out i'm i'm leaving i'm yeah. getting out that's, right that's now. when she gets outside and again there's like this weird showdown in the courtyard where they kind of like circle around each other for a second and boyfriend manages to get himself out of the floorboard comes to the window and is just like get out of there mm-hmm. or something like that and well it, it, the link has crashed through the front windshield of the car mm-hmm. as she's kind of driving around she's kind of driven at him and he jumps out of the way um well, I, no i don't think she was even in the car yet because he yells and like distracts link for half a second that's when she jumps in the car that's okay that's like the the, the catalyst for her getting in the car right and the, it begins this weird showdown in a car in like this little tiny british I don't know what you'd call it, like driveway. It's just an entryway Uh, of of, courtyard. Yeah. And it's just a bunch of three point turns where she's like, (laughs) I might run you over. I might speed up link. You might want to get out of the way. And yeah, I mean, eventually he does kind of fall onto the front windshield and smash it. And then she does the like, I'm going to go real fast. What? Because he was hanging like KJ hookering onto the roof. (laughs) And then so like she backed up as fast as she possibly could hit the house so that he just, you know, flew off. Right. (laughs) And yeah, that's when the boyfriend is like, out the window or something like, Hey, mm-hmm. so she's like, Oh, you. So that's when she runs up uh, inside and runs upstairs, which Jesus Christ, what are you doing? Never and run upstairs. And link just kind of pops up like, I'm okay. I'm now. okay. <laughs> Keep in mind. Link has been shot. He's been shot. He's <laughs> been <laughs> slapped. He's been thrown off of a car pretty yeah, violently. He did get slapped in the face. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> they go upstairs and lock they go up into the office Mm -hmm. um and earlier by the way she had she had found the tape and remembered that (laughs) the monkeys had soundboarded her right um but yeah so they like go up to the office and god there was a scene earlier where she was just like well fuck off link's gone me and you imp we're gonna play and <laughs> Link is up on top of the 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 office window. Just the that's right. Yeah, that's, just that's kinda, some of the shit we were forgetting before yeah. she was like. They're just they're just playing. They're time. like doing gymnastics and stuff. And and Link is just sitting up there on the skylight, just kind of hit smashing his jaw on the window, like mm-hmm. time to let me in. So anyway, they've gone back up there, 
and Link is now up there, you know, doing the end of the graduate, smashing onto the, <laughs> the window and eventually smashes through it to where they have barricaded themselves in the room and then have to get out of the room because here comes Link. <laughs> yeah, they barricade themselves in like three different places. Mm-hmm. Like first it's the kitchen, then it's like the bathroom, then it's like the laboratory and they're like, ah, shit. Yeah. She, she had to set his leg. She had she had enough time to get like some wood and tie it around his leg every time, like him screaming in pain. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's absolutely useless. I, I appreciate so much about this movie that this dude is totally fucking useless the entire time. She is throwing science at him left and right oh, about yeah. things. And he's just like, what? The? I mean, there's no doubt she broke up with him five minutes after this movie was over. Oh, yeah. Like, are we safe? Good. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> But so it was like the end of speed too. Y- yes. And you realize like he's kind of a fucking idiot. He's no Keanu Reeves. No. <laughs> hey, stop dating people in that squad. <laughs> Sandra Bullock, maybe <laughs> they're bad for you. Um, but yeah, so they have to go running out of there and uh, get back down to the, the kitchen. And then it's just like, OK, we're going to well, Link in, in the meantime has like for whatever reason like raged out and thrown the stove across the room yeah oh yeah he is fucking raged out yeah. everywhere and again because like i said every almost every scene and every little action in this movie is cause for a reaction later um there was a point where after she shut off the master gas for link trying to you know blow himself up essentially you're not mm-hmm. really not understanding that he was going to do that she went to cook something and then went oh there's no gas and right. something distracted her so she, she never got back so, to it Actually, that doesn't even matter. I was thinking like yeah, there, was, yeah. there was actually a scene where they, she had switched and left the knob on. That that could have been that could have know. been a thing. But now I'm thinking about it, the whole damn stove is off the well. Off she the wall. she yeah it, yeah it didn't matter. She did leave it on, but the the gas had still been turned right. off. She never got to it. But but no, like so the gas pipe is just exposed, and once again they barricade themselves now down into the cellar again. Mm-hmm. Link is there like mad as hell and not going to take it. And but. But I mean, like on their way from from upstairs to get down to the cellar, they are moving at top speed Mm -hmm. and they are constantly falling over. Yes. And just tripping on furniture and falling down the stairs. And this is the point I was saying, like, it looks like Elizabeth Shue probably actually hurt herself because. Yeah, I don't know how she got back up and kept doing the scene after that, because it he kind of crumpled up and fell. Right. She kind of landed awkwardly and backwards. And it's just like and like like her leg went like like one or two stairs up from where it should have been just yes. like backwards. Yeah. It's, it does not look good, but I mean, it's hilarious because like he is just falling over everything. Cause he's only got one useful leg at this point and she's yelling at him to, would you get over here? <laughs> um, but that's uh, eventually they do. They get downstairs, uh, lock the door, Link gets to the the trap door and is just raging, just shackling on it, trying to rip this thing up. And she's like, Hmm, hold on. We've got to outthink him. Yes. Because, yeah, he's like, we got to we got to beat up this monkey. And he's like, no, you can't do that. We have to be smarter than it. So she looks over and she sees the gas switch and she's like, I got this. Flips that to full blast. Full blast. And then she's like, hey, Link, matches are bad. Okay, you shouldn't don't even attempt to smoke a cigar. You stupid monkey. We're smarter than you You can't cook. You're not the master of anything. Only you (laughs) can prevent forest fires. (laughs) Monkeys can't use fire or. cigars or anything you're just dumb monkey dumb monkey monkey dumb and they keep cutting the link who is just sitting there like you know what this bitch really tell me that fuck that i'm gonna fucking smoke a sweet ass cigar right now I'm Link, motherfucker <laughs> master of fire maybe you've heard of me watch me smoke <laughs> gets out a cigar gets the matches and just doing like the the thing about this link has always been bad at lighting a match like it takes for 
fucking ever for him to do it. Well, dude, if you didn't have an opposable thumb, let's see, I'd like to see you light I'm a not match. complaining. I'm just saying it's comical how long is because he seems like so skilled in everything. It's like whips out the matches, knows what he's doing. But then it's just like, eh, what's happening? Why are the matches? So <laughs> they have now gone over to uh, the start of the cave and are just huddled there waiting. Well, he's like, what, are you going to blow the house up or blow, you know, bring the house down on us or something like that? Blow it up yeah. is what I'm going to hope to do. So eventually he does strike the match and <laughs> starts to light the cigar. But no, then that's when the kitchen goes up in flames and they fire this monkey dummy across the room into a corner wall and you're like well that's it for link link's fucking dead missed uh, opportunity really link's fine i don't know no i think what i, I think the journey uh, that link goes on after this totally totally fine by me i don't know <laughs> i really need to see that whole enormous house just splinters well anyway so then monkey dummy fly <laughs> off the cliff or something the kitchen is now engulfed in flames and this is now like the, the second or third time in the movie that Link is just disrobing. Mm-hmm. Like he, you know, Martin he never, Sh- he never goes all the way out. Like he's still no, wearing pants. Pant- thankfully. But like he, you know, Martin Sheen's his jacket off and is just like, sweet. Look what I did. This house is on fire. And is kind of like running through the, the foyer, just like <laughs> my arms in the air celebrating like, woo, you know, still with a cigar in his mouth. Mm-hmm. Runs upstairs tries to get into the the lab but the chemicals have started heating up and are exploding so he can't really get in there uh eventually gets up to the very top of the house where the like the little lookout thing, yeah, yeah yes and is just standing up there and just starts doing you know hands in the air monkey dance just like i'm on top of the world ma gets a burning ember mm-hmm. lights his cigar with it and then the floor gives out and you just see this fake silhouette of monkey plummet into the inferno. Another missed opportunity. I don't know. This was... it should have exploded up. It shouldn't have gone down. It should have. Yes, but still. Should have blasted that monkey. This off monkey the cliff. thinking he's fucking king shit, lighting his cigar like, look at me, man. Look what I fucking did. And then just floor giving out and that thing <laughs> plummeting to its death. All pretty good. <laughs> Chimpy Cagney. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, but then it's next day, and the house has kind of put itself out. And, yeah, they wait until the next day to leave for some reason. And they just emerge and get into the car, and they're, you know, driving away and get down the road and see Imp on, you know, on a hillside. And like, Imp, come on, come with us. And the dude's like, no, monkey, no. <laughs> and <laughs> Do she's not like, want. He's like, this is, it's okay. He's a baby. He's, he's a baby. Fine. He's fine. Get he's in the back harmless. seat. And as the car pulls away the camera cranes up and you just see this field of dead sheep where imp was Mm -hmm. and then fade out credits. Yeah. So the beginning (laughs) of the movie tells you the end of the movie. Yeah. Because imp was the only one in town for it to be monkey vision. Right. That's why I'm saying there's something evil going on with whatever the hell Terrence Stamp is doing because he's got two evil monkeys. Mm -hmm. Because don't tell me Link was not evil. Oh, Link was evil. Link was definitely evil. He was just cute. <laughs> he was able to hide it better. No, Imp. I'm saying we know Link. We saw uh, yeah, Link yeah, was that's evil. That's what I meant. That's what Imp. Imp is cuter than Link. Yeah, because he seems like a baby, but he's also he's got murder in his heart. That's too. what I'm saying. There's something he was doing something to turn these into mur- murder monkeys. Maybe Link taught him the ways of evil. Maybe because like during the IQ test, he kept looking back at Link. Like, oh yeah, what should I do? Hmm, that's okay. Mm-hmm. Hmm, I think right. maybe Link took that. All right. All right. Yeah. I think. Terrence Stamp got totally blindsided okay. by all this. Yeah, sorry. So Link was Caesar, and mm-hmm. okay, I'm following it now. Yeah, 
I think so. Yeah. All right, well, there we go. Mm-hmm. That's Link. I, I think we, we we tend to rate them now. We do, yes. You want me to go? go sure. Okay. I'm looking at you. I think I'm probably in the minority on this one. I like this movie. I thought it was an interesting way to spend some time because <laughs> I did not... I literally had no idea where this thing was going. None whatsoever. I almost think that's a detriment to this movie. I think if I watched it again... Knowing now what I know, I would like it even more. So that being said, I think it's it's it turns into a dumb slasher movie. But I think the the ape actors in this are talented. I think they are well trained. I think the things that they do are impressive, not to a level of unbelievable for the most part. They're no most valuable primates. No, they're not doing hockey or extreme sporting, but. I don't really have a problem believing most of the things that happen in this. Correct. As long as you can believe murderous monkey plotting and doing (laughs) stalker slasher type things. Other than that, I I think it's, I think it's pretty good. I want to give it three jocks. Well then give it three jocks. I'm going to give it three jocks. All right. I like this movie. And like I said, I think if I watch it again, not tomorrow, but you know, in a few, in a year or two, knowing what it is, I can appreciate even more because I think for that first 45 minutes you're watching this and you're just going like, what is this? What is it going to be? Where is this going? And you're kind of not focusing on everything because you're trying to figure it out. So, I like it. Mm-hmm. I think it's enjoyable. It's a mess. It's weird. There's not a lot like it, but... I am very curious what the 10 minutes that are missing are. It, it From what I read, it seemed like more Terrence Stamp. I know. Well, so I, maybe if it revealed an evil plot of some kind. Yeah. But I don't think the movie needs it. No, not necessarily. Just now I'm curious. Yeah. All right. I'll go. Um, you're not in the minority, Chuck, because I was going to give this three jocks as well. Yes. Hey, um, look at that. Yeah. I mean, I feel like we had a really hard time placing all the series of events, which is weird because I was picking up what this movie was putting down for the most part. I mm-hmm. think it's just... There I think were a lot of monkey shines going on. I, I think it's because like you have two, m- mostly two actors throughout the entire movie. You're all in one location. It's yes. it's kind of hard to differentiate between well, when were they here in this part of the house this time versus the other time? Yeah. There's a lot of returning to the same places, so it's it's kind of hard to track it as a timeline. There's yeah, no it's, location it's, variances. There's no. She's pretty much in the same outfit the right. whole time, so it's it's hard to determine time of day. Yeah. All of that. It's not tough to follow through the movie no. when you're watching no. it. No, no. Not it's just when you go back and think about it, it's like, it's all kind of a blur as to what happened when. Right. But I think we were piecing it together as we went. We're like, oh, no, that had to happen before this yeah. because the, yeah. you know. Um, but it's not hard to follow. No, not while you're watching it. No. Like I said, it's just, you know, all these little pieces add together to the big puzzle. And right. We were just forgetting some along mm-hmm. the way. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like we covered it. That's that's all I have to say. Okay. I'm a little bit surprised you didn't go higher because you were like you were all in for for some monkey shines um, through a couple of those. Couple I mean, of those Monkey scenes. Butler alone. Yeah, it was working. It was working down from a five five jocks. As oh, yeah. As monkey Butler showed up. Five jocks for Monkey Butler was said in the room <laughs> several times. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm going to go three jocks as well. This was solid ass monkey shines. And um, I kind of knew that it was supposed to be. Slightly terrifying. Um, <laughs> the tagline is, is an, an experiment, experiment in, in terror. terror. Right. Um, and I mean, the 
the VHS cover or the um the poster poster too. yeah um has this like terrifying ape with a match in front of it which is you know foreshadowing mm-hmm. so I kind of knew what what we were getting into I just I didn't expect the whimsical music um Yens pointed out in the in the live stream chat that um it was supposed to be you know sort of from uh from Link's perspective. So it's, you know, the circus music, sure. reminiscent. Yeah, I was uh, wondering why there was so much calliope and stuff. Yeah, yeah. there's fucking calliopanic there. Um, <laughs> calliaplethora. Um, uh, I can keep trying calliope jokes if you want. Uh, <laughs> please do. Clodiope. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind, I can't. <laughs> the master has once again humbled me. Um but yeah, like the the music was a little bit strange, I guess, uh, but not like, not in a bad way. It it was bizarre, and and Jerry Goldsmith is really golden for it. Um, sorry, I'm just trying to make up for lost time there. Mm-hmm. Um, but it somehow worked, and and the dramatic music worked well, you know. Also, um, so yeah, uh, three jocks. It's a it's a it's a solid three jocks. It's not one of them, them light three jocks that I give sometimes. Um, it's definitely solid. It's I don't know how I would describe it to someone who I would tell to watch it. And I don't even know who I would tell to watch this, except for like... <laughs> but Hey, you like movies about monkeys. Hey, you like movies about crazy monkeys? <laughs> I, I feel like... They the, might be expecting a, an MVP or something. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like the thing that kept me from going higher is... Sort of the inconsistency in Elizabeth Shue's character. It's like, yeah. A, she's smart. Then, B, she's dumb. Mm-hmm. Then, B, C, she's really dumb. Yeah. Or, or or just, it's like, come on. Like, this is danger. You need out. Yeah. Like I said, it's just, it's, you know, you can't have someone, like, literally within one conversation flip-flop their entire stance where she's about to be, like, sexual liberation, all this. It's like, well, I am a woman, so I must know how to cook and clean. It's like that's just kind of like a, a foreshadowing of her entire character of like, I'm really smart and I know these things, but I can't recognize the obvious danger that I'm in. I think she's college smart. I think yeah. she just kind of knows education stuff. I, but I know. Like real world. It's it's just a little weird because it's oh, like, they're, they're, yeah. it, it's kind of hard to go with how dumb she becomes in the second act is like all of the signs that point to get the fuck out of that house. Yeah. So, but it's, I mean, it's still enjoyable. Like I said, you just have to suspend Mm-hmm. Your disbelief for her, yeah, yeah. But uh, I mean, observations. I, up, up, like when the house is on fire and exploding, and they're standing at the top of the cave, and he's like, "Why is it so windy?" And she's like, "The fire's drawing up the the air current." Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like, man, she's just dropping science on this idiot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's the one who's actually attending the classes. She was just there to to get Terrence stamps. You know, I mean, this, to, was, this get, was 1986. He really should have just been stuck, struck blind. Like she blinded him with science. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. It's weird. All right. All right. Well, let's take a break, shall we? All right, we'll go back. Hey, <laughs> Bamfcast. Second half. Huh? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Half so, two. who's got movies? I do. FX. Oh, I mean, among us. I do. 
Chuck does. I do. Chuck, Chuck is the FX of the BMF cast. Apparently I am. Um, I am no FX. <laughs> so I've got a movie I've kind of held on to for a while. I probably saw it over a month ago now. And I was hoping to tie it in with April in a way that would have made sense. But ultimately, it didn't work out because I'd forgotten that the orangutan is only in Cannibal Run 2 and not in the first Cannibal Run. And I was hoping we could do Cannibal Run this month ah. for both Fast and Furious Week and mm. and April, but it's only in two, so we couldn't do it. So anyway, the movie yes, I wanted... because the continuity in those is so important. It's very important. You wouldn't understand half the jokes in two if you hadn't seen one. Plus one has Roger Moore and all the... You know, it's where we should start. But sure. anyway, so uh, about a month ago, I saw a documentary called The Bandit. And... El Bandito. Ostensibly, it's about the making of Smoking the Bandit, but... Overall, it's not really. It's more about the relationship between Burt Reynolds and director Hal Needham over time with a bunch of archive footage and all this weird, weird 70s, 80s interactions and interviews and things that went on. There's a lot of making of Smoking the Bandit, but it's almost like a framework for jumping off points to talk about other aspects of their friendship and career. It's a fascinating documentary and it uses a lot of archived footage like stuff that is not commonly seen like weird talk shows and stuff that are not on the air and not readily available there was a weird point in time where Hal Needham thought he was the shit and kind of thought he was more important than Burt Reynolds like he was the reason there was Burt Reynolds okay and hired like a marketing team to make him like an evil Knievel kind of guy. Okay. And he was doing like stunts, like, like public stunts, like evil Knievel would do like rocket car jumps and things like I, that. I approve of these things. It's all very strange. And it's like, I was, you know, I'm four, five, six around that time. Like he had an action figure and like a stuntman play set and all these things. And I don't remember any of this. Like, I don't remember any push or, advertising or anything to make Hal Needham like this action figure toy marketing thing. It's it's strange. I mean, not every toy was like on every shelf. No, I, I mean, know. I know. And, it, and a lot of it could have been regional. I mean, like it could have been isolated to California or right. whatever. But it just was so, so odd to watch that there was this period of time where they were like kind of, even though they were still working together all the time, it was kind of this weird feud dynamic of Hal Needham thinking he was the shit and that Burt Reynolds was just copying everything about Hal Needham, which is crazy. I mean, Burt Reynolds is Burt fucking Reynolds. He's a, he's got charisma and all these things. He's a, he was a star, a huge star. Um, and then the documentary also kind of weaves in and out this thing of how like Burt Reynolds just never found his place. Like every time you thought he was going to be like a serious actor, he would just do some hillbilly movie. And it's just it's just constant like people like Burt Reynolds is so good. Why is he doing this? Like, why is he not doing serious acting? And then he would just do some movie and you're like, oh, he's finally OK. He's got his shit together. And then he just does stroke race or something. And you're like, the fuck is he doing? And just people never quite figured him out and he never figured himself out. So the the well, hardest he finally did yeah but like the the hardest part Kurt about, Ferguson but yeah the the hardest part about watching it man is just watching them interview Bert now who is just hanging on for dear life man he's he's still like <laughs> wearing the the banded outfit and you know 
not an appropriate toupee and it's just like Bert come on man he's out there having fun age gracefully dude Uh, he should maybe cut down on the uh, cosmetic surgery that would be that would be good but he's out there having fun and I can I can appreciate that so it was made for (laughs) it was made for CMT uh, (laughs) all right but it's probably in other places by now this has been on my DVR for like a year so I'm sure it has made its way onto home video and might be on Netflix or places like that, but let me tell you, like when you go to watch something on a cable channel that you never ever watch, like CMT for an example, mm-hmm. it is an introduction to a whole new universe. Like you learn about things that you had no idea existed. Like there were commercials all through this for this Billy Ray Cyrus like <laughs> sitcom, and I'm like, what in the fuck is this? And it's That's like, gotta be a CMT only thing. Yes, it was it was a like a made for CMT sitcom kind of thing where he is like an aged superstar trying to hang on to his career. And he it's is. it's like, you know, it was like a Larry Sanders kind of show kind of thing, a like half behind the scenes type thing. And it was just like, what on what is I never in a million and there are people there's people in it like people that you recognize like famous people who are in other shows and you're like when were they doing this when when was this being made when when did this happen it's a whole it's a whole nother weird universe and there'll be like commercials for food buckets and weird shit i mean cmt is just man what a different world (laughs) so you get some really weird daytime commercials over there over on those weird channels Mm -hmm. as well yeah i'm telling you a lot of catheters and there there are shows that are on like these family friendly channels that have people in them that you've like never heard of. And they've been on for like 17 seasons Mm -hmm. and they must make a, these people a boatload of money because of residuals. Yeah. I'm just saying like, you know, these things that you can flip on and leave on in the church because you know, it's going to be okay or whatever, you know, like, yeah. But I mean, it's, it's like one of those things where like there's some actor that you like and you haven't seen them in 20 years and you look them up on IMDb and you're like, where the hell have they been? And they're like, Oh, they're in this this show that's on Freeform and it's been on for nine seasons. Right. The hell is this thing, you know? But yeah, so that's an interesting look into a world that I just had no idea existed. But so anyway, it's called Bandit, right? The Bandit. The Bandit. Yeah, it's a well put together documentary. It's a little aimless. It it sometimes you're like, what is the point of this? But it's just it's got so much fascinating information on it. It's gotcha. Worth watching. Um. So the other thing I watched, I don't know if it says big as the bandit, but um, it's a little thing called Rogue One. And Never heard of it. Rogue. Rogue One. One. Yeah. It's a Star Wars story. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I guess I'm the last one of the group to, to watch this. So You're the last one on the planet to watch it. Maybe so. I forget. What is that again? It's a Star Wars story. <laughs> Continue on my thing from last week. Oh, right. Um, I, I don't know. I... I very much enjoyed watching this as it as it was happening, but I feel like it's one of those things that if I go back to it, it's going to be like, yeah, now that I know everything, it's just it's not going to have the same punch. Like I I watched this and I watched The Force Awakens and I I wonder like Star Wars persisted for so long because it had so many high points. And then I think about these two movies and I'm like, what what's in these that? people would latch onto and watch and embrace for 20, 30, 40 years. And I realized that like you were saying about rogue one without the robot and without Donnie Yen, that to me is a nothing movie. Like without those two spots in that, it's like, I, I, yeah, it's got interesting looks at star Wars tech from different perspectives that you may have not seen before, but I'm not, 
I don't I I feel like I'm just I've <laughs> something about me is broken and I don't know if it's me or if it's the product anymore. Well, it's it's definitely you. Is it? I mean, yeah. I mean, the <laughs> Out, even outside of Star Wars, you're broken. Uh, well, that is certainly true. I, I just I, there, there's just not a connection there for me anymore. I even though there are moments in like you know, obviously you know what's going to happen to these people because of the prequel nature of this. Well, you don't know how, but you know that maybe they're not going to make it because there have been four movies since and they pretty much said in star wars like they gave their lives for these plans so well, well actually that was the bothans and the, yeah the jedi but oh that was it was never discussed who got the plans for the okay run. well that's I, it just seemed to me like it was always obvious obvious that this being a one-off it was like these characters are just so not going to make it i felt like enough of them were fleshed out to the point that you know as each character had had its resolution it was impactful but I think only for a one-time viewing is it impactful. I think after that, you're just going to be like, well, that's a waste. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't want to keep shitting on it. I feel like I've already done that. But <clears throat> I kind of get, like, on a very base level what Jin's character is about. Mm-hmm. But it's like, really, at the end, it's like, you've got to clean up your, your father's mess that he kind of did for you. Like... Like, there's not a clear Joseph Campbell arc there. I mean, right. I know they only have one movie to get this in and out of. Yeah. But it's like, there's no, like, simple, like, okay, you know, I'm I'm atoning for my father, but I get to survive. You know, it, it's a it's a weird kind of wash when it's all over. It's like, kind well, of. what's the point? Yeah. You know, like, yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I think that's the thing that's probably missing. I mean, to me, Force Awakens works because it's story beat. Star Wars. It's a, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a reboot sort of of, of Star Wars yeah. New Hope story beat wise mm-hmm. um this one it's just like yeah there's there's nothing joseph campbelly about this at all yeah really yeah it's just I mean, kind other of like, than like you know you, you got a little bit more kurosawa you know yes. like you know influence of star wars in it with yeah you know, yeah but yeah and i i get i get distracted by dumb things like the the main the the main empire bad guy in this whoever he was, whatever middle management guy he was. Directo critic. Okay. It it kept bothering me that his outfit was wrinkly. Like, he just looked shitty in it the whole time. Like, it wasn't this cool outfit. It was just this white wrinkled thing with, like, a half cape. And I never noticed it wrinkly. Yeah, every it's time weird. I saw it, I was just like, that? Like, they let you on camera with that? Did they not? Just turn a hot shower on and stand in the room for a second, dude. <laughs> Maybe... <laughs> Okay, so hear me out. <laughs> hear me out. It could be a deliberate choice because Director Krennic is beset on all sides by like middle management bullshit. <laughs> by static electricity. <laughs> right. But ev- like every which way, he just runs into all sorts of like, okay, upper management's taking credit from my shit. Mm-hmm. I'm getting shit from my employees i'm getting shit on from all sides i don't have fucking time to press my goddamn uniform in this stupid goddamn empire i signed up to be fucking awesome i'm doing cool things god damn it (laughs) and he maybe he just sleeps in it he's just so stressed out he sleeps in his uniform or whatever yeah that's just a theory maybe i I could be wrong maybe i probably am like i'm saying like i just i for some reason like the first time you see him i'm like 
well, that looks weird. And then, like, the whole, the rest of the movie, I just became obsessed with it. I was like, did they press his outfit this time? You have, you no. Have, you have problems, John. <laughs> yeah, I'm broken. That's what I'm saying. I'm trying to think what else was remotely memorable about this. I, I, I think this is going to be another one of those things that they fuck with over time. I think the the computer-generated characters that they've made in this are going to get fucked with over time. Not that they look good here, and maybe they do need to be tinkered with until they don't have this weird fake look to them. It just, it seemed weird like they had to do it for Peter Cushing, but yet they just went out and found that lady who looked like the lady from Star Wars New Hope who was just, you know, the rebel. Mon Mothma. Yeah. It's just like, they just found some lady that looked like her. It, that that one was weird. She looked exactly yeah. like, yeah, that. I just, it, it just seemed to me unnecessary. Yeah, I, I don't really think that they needed to to shoehorn as much Peter Cushing in as they did. Um, that, that was awkward and, and probably unnecessary. Yeah. And huh. Jens is saying something in the chat that I kind of had a thing with too. And it's like, what, <laughs> when you, when you do see a certain character in this for the first time, it, it kind of looks like bad cosplay. It's yeah. Yeah. Th- I I understand what they were kind of going for. And I've read things where it's just like, well, we had to copy the the New Hope costume and that was not the best version of the costume. And it was just like, yeah, but he doesn't look cool. He looks like an idiot. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he looks like Chad Vader. And, <laughs> and it's, it's just, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. I felt bad when that happened. I, I it, they weren't shooting it right. It didn't look imposing. It, it's something I don't know. Oh, do you mean Jeff Vader? <laughs> <laughs> yes, that Jeff and Chad Vader. Oh, um, there are there are some things, especially like there's one thing at the very end that is not that does not look good. But there's one thing right before. There's a whole slew of scenes right before that that mm-hmm. look really good. Yeah. Um, yeah. The the yeah. thing the thing at the very end, the very end Ugh. thing. While it doesn't look good, I had no idea that was how they were planning to end the movie. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, it just fucking gutted me. It it hit me right. Yeah, but- I mean, it was it was like it was like a good reaction, but it was just like the the moment of realization of oh, and it's like oh shit, and it's just, it just for some reason it just like affected me more than I thought it would yeah. for obvious reasons, but. Still, I, I that's a positive to me. For but it just seems weird for the movie yeah. to punch me in the stomach when it was over. <laughs> I get so like not the movie's fault. The no, no, timing no. of it is yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like I don't know something in in my brain in the last few years has kicked me over to just being all in on on Star Wars mm-hmm. again. It's um, wings. It's fucking wild. Yeah, yeah, it is. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Um, but. There were several little mo- there were several moments in both the Force Awakens and Rogue One where I was just like <gasps> Yeah. You know, like Nostalgia just, got me. Just this the story caught yeah, sure. like just caught you know, caught me unawares. Uh that that was one of them. Mm-hmm. Although it I I wanna talk about it in a in a different context, but I, I don't really want yeah. to give anything away. I'm so. amazed I didn't know it was coming. Like, I was able to avoid it this entire mm-hmm. time. That's pretty good. So, I guess we did a good job of yeah. not talking about it directly on the yeah. podcast. So um, <sighs> so we have a voicemail that may be related to all of this, if, unless you have more I, I had, directly. I had one other thing. Okay. It, um, and fuck if I 
totally forgotten what it was, but uh, uh, I don't know. I, I so I I vaguely remember everyone saying that the the weird like brief cameo ties to at least the the fourth one felt kind of shoehorned in. I didn't feel that way. Okay. For whatever reason, like the the characters that they kind of bump into in the street mm-hmm. didn't bother me for some reason. Mm. I don't know why. I, I normally either. I fucking hate that shit, but I didn't really care for it, but I you know, I it's fine. It's it's not the most egregious thing that's happened in the Star Wars universe by far. Yeah. I don't know, it's just I think overall that and we've kind of talked about this in turn in with the Marvel movies is that there seems, and I, I know this movie was, was a victim of massive changes for whatever reason, for reasons that I still don't understand. And I haven't done enough research into, but it seems like they are trying to mold all of their biggest properties into the same movie. Like I mean, it, Disney. Yeah. It just, it feels like all the Marvel movies and now the star Wars movies kind of have this template. And when they stray from that template, people come in and, and make and force them back into it. It's just something samey about all of them that I can't put my finger on. And maybe it's just me being conscious of the Walt Disney name being on it now. And I'm projecting something, but they all just kind of feel the same to me. Like even Dr. Strange, how completely off the wall and different that movie is still kind of comes back down to feeling kind of like all the other Marvel movies. I would like to read your newsletter about that because I'm... <laughs> I'm interested in knowing what you think makes it's, it samey. It's, and I know I know you probably can't describe it and I'm not Yeah. I, I don't want to sound like it, I'm discounting No, it's it's hard to put my finger on it. I just I, 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 I want I, you to write about it so that I can yeah. read your thoughts. Yeah. Even as a fan of the six hundred I mean, words by Monday. <laughs> that's the thing, is like even all the shit I've talked about Rogue One, I didn't hate it. I mean that's that's the thing. Yeah, I like, didn't, I, I, you I, internet hated it. I, I just like at the end of the day, it's I, I'm mo- it's mostly going to be forgotten by mm-hmm. me. I think that's that's its biggest sin to me. And I still like Force Awakens. That's character wise. You mm-hmm. know, I just think the characters are strong and yeah, you know, well defined. Um, what it comes down to and what the sameness is, especially in the Marvel movies, is you have main character, you have wise crack, wise cracking sidekick. Um, they get adventures. The bad guy kind of goes away for most of the second act and they tend to be fighting something else. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, there's like a big CG battle. Yeah. That's, that's basically the template. And like I said, I, I recognize that even though I still am okay with it. I think that's, that's the thing is like, there's not generally enough bad guy menacing in the second acts to make it worth it when they get to the third act. I will admit that during the second act of rogue one, I was completely unclear as to why anything was happening. Like why the mission like suddenly the became Saw Guerrero. Well, why it suddenly became go and try to assassinate dude? I was like, wait. I thought I I thought we all knew that he was doing the thing, and if you get the information, then he's helping. And because nobody believed that he was doing the right thing. Okay, that's the thing that they couldn't they couldn't prove that he was doing. So like, they just decided she was shoot him in the head, just go and assassinate him. Yeah, because he's the bad guy. Because he, <laughs> he was. The whole reason that it existed. It just seemed like whatever explanation and they, they gave. That, they stopped okay. the rest of it. It just seemed like whatever explanation they gave for that went by in a sentence, and I was just and then yeah. and then when they started doing, it, I was like, wait, why? why I thought I thought they were there to gather. Why are they doing this? So that they, just felt they, confusing to me. They were, but the secret orders were to kill him. Uh, 
So, yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's I, they kind of that whole like resistance saga era stuff I I think is is probably the weakest point of that movie for me. It, it um, was the least fleshed out. Yeah, it felt like it, that felt shoehorned in yeah. to me. But I I caught what they, you know, what they were trying to do. I just didn't think it was yeah. yeah. Oh, didn't think it was that good. It it felt like it was one of those things that needed two movies, but the plot wouldn't have supported it. Like you needed a whole movie of nothing but character development. I think if they had cut like if they'd cut that Saw Gerrera stuff out, I, I, or a, a large amount of that Resistance stuff out. If there had been more of it, like in an expanded yeah. setting, it just felt like the amount they had was neither not enough or too little. It was it was just right for being <laughs> not convincing enough, if that makes sense. Um, yeah. yeah. But, but like I said on Twitter, man, if you like... If you like shots of shuttles landing and taking off, fuck, man, this movie is so for you. They fucking love that whatever, whoever came up with the algorithm to just like, hey, man, now watch this thing take off. It's like, okay, (laughs) thank you. (laughs) There's so many shuttles taking off. That U-Wing is a new thing, and they had to to push it. I guess so. Although you never see it in the Star Wars universe again. I I just don't, I guess the plans plans for that blew up in the the thing, too. (laughs) Patrick? Patrick Ewing? Yes, Patrick, Patrick Ewing. Ewing. Yeah. Actually, it's the Patrick Ewing. Oh. <laughs> There's a completely different ship that is called the Ewing, and when we're playing Star Wars X-Wing Miniatures Tabletops, we call it the Patrick Ewing. <laughs> <laughs> it's dumb. I recognize that. Oh. Anyway. JR? Yeah. <laughs> J.R. Ewing and Patrick Ewing? Yes. Is that what it is? <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. Just trying to keep this all straight. So we have apparently a voice yeah, that connects Star Wars loosely to this. Hey, motherfuckers, let's keep this Star Wars train rolling, shall we? Just a quick note, the best part about Phantom Menace is not Liam Neeson, it's Qui-Gon fucking Jinn, a.k.a. the best interpretation of a grey Jedi without actually being a grey Jedi. Anyway, that's really literally all I wanted to say, because I fucking love grey Jedi. I know the expanded universe is bullshit now, but I don't give a shit, grey Jedi is the best Jedi. See you all later, motherfuckers. I don't like sand. I don't like what? Sand. Uh, it's coarse and rough and gets everywhere. Gray Jedis? Yeah, Gray Jedi is um is uh someone who doesn't follow the 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 insistence on a dichotomy between light and dark. They mm, find that there okay. is a space in between. Gotcha. Shades and that's of Grey ex- Jedi. Yes. Mm-hmm. Fifty Shades of Grey Jedi. Um and that's a that's an expanded universe thing. Or legends as they call it now. It's not canon anymore, so your gray Jedi can go fuck off, but I, I, I will say that I agree. Was that Moon? I believe that was Moon. Sounded like it. All them, all those lines. All them, insane. <laughs> all them Brits sounded like to me. Where are you establish all the cool ones come here? Right. That's, yeah. that's why he's a douchebag friends there in his college. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I, I guess there's a few cool people left. It's just most of the you can't get cool friends. There's not enough cool people no. for you to have friends if you're cool. Yeah, that's the problem with with the UK. You can be cool, just not enough cool people to go around to make friends with. That's right. Yeah. What? <laughs> I don't know. I miss this it. whole line no, of I reasoning. I, no, I mean, I, makes... I understand what he's saying, but I have no idea where it comes from. We were talking about the douchebag guy and Link's, his two asshole friends that he seemed to hate. Oh, yeah. right. And it's like, yeah, you could have gotten cooler people, but yeah. they're all in America. Right. Yeah. They came Now home. I remember. Yeah. <laughs> Anywho. Yeah, that's Star Wars again. <laughs> 
what are we not going to talk about Star Wars? Um, yeah, we're done. I guess we could. <laughs> we're done for a little while. We're going to talk about. Yeah, I had to get caught up. We're going to talk about Fate of the Furious coming up uh, for the next probably few weeks. We're going to be discussing. There it. may be some some Fate of the Furious discussion. Yep. Or maybe. Um, we do have um, a uh, Patreon shout out though to do. Who is our Patreon shout out? Uh, this one is Ian. Boudreaux. Is that Mr. Boudreaux? Uh-huh. Ah. He would like us to tell everyone his Twitter account. Oh, I know what it is. Don't, tell the people. It's I Boudreaux. That's right. I-B-O-U-D-R-E-A-U. Correct. That's Ian Boudreaux. He is a... Um, he is a high-level Patreon. He is. Patron. He is, a, he is a, quite the patron. <laughs> yes. Y'all also always say Patreons. Like, it's, it's patrons. Oh, it's patrons. Patrons of Patreon. Right. But yeah, he he patronizes us. Um, he does. <laughs> he sure does. And not in that not in that patronizing way, but in that uh, well, not gives in us patronizing money. Way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in that gives us money way. Uh, but Ian uh, does writing. He's a uh, does some freelance writing for a lot of a uh, lot of different websites about stuff that I normally wouldn't be interested in, but mm-hmm. I I actually read Ian's Ian's writing because it's good and nice and I like it. And he also um, an extra shout out. He twi- he streams on Twitch. When he's uh you know working on games or playing games and stuff, mm-hmm. so follow him on on Twitter at iBoudro and you can see all about it. Yeah, he's one of the good ones. Yes, he is. He doesn't clutter up your feed with bullshit. No, he is. He's a he is good at Twitter. Yes. Oh, that's what I do. Follow me. <laughs> I mean, I you I tweet like you once a don't week. Contribute but, to but our Patreon, but it's one hundred percent bullshit. Yourself. Oh, you, well, that yes. you can't yeah. argue. <laughs> no, yes. that that yours I is one hundred percent. It's just no. when it does show up, it's it's a big fat turd sitting there. Correct. Yeah. Unfiltered. Your bullshit. tweet a week is bullshit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I worry about you. Do you? Yeah. Why? Sometimes you don't tweet for like three or four days. Okay. I worry that maybe you ran out of jokes. <laughs> no, he is never out of jokes. He just knows he's going to get lambasted for his fucking stupid ones when he posts them. I don't care. Every every single person that replied to you on Twitter for your one today was like, get out. Good. It's the best. Get out. The best I didn't even share is that the person didn't even pick up that there was a joke. You did mention that, yeah. but then you told us the joke. Yeah. No, yep. I just said they didn't appreciate it. Yeah, well, okay. That could be... That's, that could be the get out reaction as well, but they didn't uh, catch it. No, no, there's a little bit more anger than just not appreciating it in, in the response for a lot <laughs> Whatever. of those. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. It was all right. It was all right. Uh, for you, it's a, it, that was a, like a six out of 10. I liked it. I thought it was pretty I cool. liked it. I also thought of it like I hate literally it. the second it. this happened. You, know? <laughs> you usually do. You're not slow on the puns. No. Unfortunately for us. Mm-hmm. You have a hair trigger. Do we do, do we do contacts already? I guess no. we do. Oh, we did, did we shout do? out? No, did we, we didn't. We can. Um, I guess we could do that. BMFcast.com, a bunch of buttons on the right-hand side. That's uh, where our, all our socials live. Uh, check us out at uh, patreon.com slash BMFcast. We mentioned the Patreon. Um, if you want your very own shout-out, go to patreon.com slash BMFcast and look at, the, uh, look at the rewards and find a reward level that is suitable for what you want. Um, we are putting out just <laughs> oodles of content. Mm-hmm. Um I can't. I can't even list them all. There, there are too many things. But uh, Chuck's been adding some stuff to the one dollar level. Uh, we got a bunch of like five dollars is where it's at, man. If you have five dollars to spare for you know for a monthly contribution, sixty dollars a year uh, gets you so much content. Like we will put your podcast listening feed behind by hours and hours and hours a week. 
Yeah. Uh, While we recorded out. this show, we were also recording two other shows. Two other shows, right. <laughs> yeah. and, and six other shows went live. Uh, we, call, so, we call it shadow casting. Uh-huh. We're yes. actually doing another cast. As it's recording. actually, yeah, we're, if you listen carefully, you will hear certain trigger words being pulled out of each, yes. each sentence to go into another sentence. Construct it's, a our, new... it's our new Terrence Stamp soundboard uh, podcast that we're starting. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but um, but we have a lot of fun with the stuff we do over on Patreon, and it's all supported uh, you know, by people who are, are excellent people. And, uh, you know, we... We do it because you guys want us to do it, and we have fun, and we really appreciate the money. It helps keep everything going here and keep new things happening. So uh, I'm sure there will be like 12 more podcasts that we launch in the next you know, couple minutes. So stay tuned for all of those. Yeah, you're right. 11.15, here it comes. Yeah, okay. All right. <laughs> 12 podcasts launch at once. But anyway, uh, that's enough about the Patreon. Um, send us emails to bmf at bmfcast.com. Uh, Garfield phone 9105-BMF 9105569263 and uh, don't forget to check out our sister podcast No Quarters at No Quarters Net on Twitter and uh, at www.noquarters.net Yes Right You only have to put the W's in there if you want to Optional W's Optional W's That's how we roll Yep Well speaking of rolling let's get out of here shall we Yes I'm Harlow I'm BJ I'm Chuck and this is Bamcast out. Mackie will return. Mm-hmm.